Alright, All right. Right. Jimmy Hendrix style National, National Anthem. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is America's Greatest Rock Band. Greatest Rock Band. Deb. I'm your host, Drennan, and this is the podcast that tries to get to the bottom of the question once and for all. What who is, is America's, America's greatest, greatest rock, rock band? band? And uh, we have and, uh, been going through all of them. You know, this is episode, yeah. I think we're on season two. This is the season second episode two. of season two. And yeah. We had great season one. A lot of great feedback from everyone. Uh, people loved it, really loved it. We, we got some, uh, you know, in the last episode, we talked a little bit about how we happened to be in Washington, D.C. a week ago. And we went to the Capitol because people seemed to be going inside. So uh, I, we got a lot of stuff online, some Twitter comments and Facebook. Yeah. And, you know, Lots of feedback, uh, some negative feedback. It was all it was all pretty mixed bag feedback. But I think we just want to let everyone know, you know, uh, we, we had a momentous thing happen last Wednesday. Joseph yeah. Robinette Biden is now our president, and we couldn't be more excited about pumped. this guy. Absolutely, this guy pumped. is everything you would want in a president. I mean, he's got is, the hair, he's the hair, got the, the teeth, the teeth. He has the experience. I mean, you know, I, I, say what you will about Trump. Obviously, he was kind of like a weirdo, and, and it was exciting outsider. to have that kind of outsider perspective. But now it's time to just. Bring it back to how things used to be. Like Trump said, let's make America great again. So the best way to do that is to get Joe Biden in there, a guy that's hey. been in politics since uh, forever, really for his for, whole for life. really forever, and uh, he knows how to, he knows what to do, and he knows what's going on. And this yeah. is a guy that we totally stand so and, uh so yeah I, I gotta say you know I, I, we, we were in the capitol they were there was kind of people everywhere and we were having a good time and uh i was holding my don't tread on me flag and then um somebody you kind of uh, got actually, trampled a little bit i kind of got hit i got i kind of got knocked down and stepped on a little bit and yeah. um because my head was kind of hurting i did go to a doctor and he did tell me that i had a mild concussion and uh, kind of since then, I've been so excited about this Joe yeah. Biden, and I, I, I'm so excited about Merrick Garland. Yeah, I'm so excited about uh, Janet Yellen. Janet Yellen. Yeah, uh, these Pete are the Buttigieg. These, oh, Pete Buttigieg is going to be absolutely fire. As you know, Secretary of Transportation is such an important job. Think of all the legendary politicians that went on to do such great things after being Secretary of Transportation, like Elaine Chow, Mitch McConnell's wife. Like these are people that are major players. So anyway, that's enough. Anyway, it's enough about that. Congratulations to the Bidens. Congratulations Congratulations to Dr. Jill. Hunter and Bo. Hunter and Bo. Yep. Uh, but we're not here to talk about politics. That's our other podcast that we'll probably be starting up hopefully next month. We're here to talk about rock bands, specifically America's Greatest Rock Band. Even more specifically, Absolutely. who is America's Greatest Rock Band? And we had a great conversation with a Lamont of Obnox last year, last week, rather. And it's it's fun. In case you didn't know, it's Funkadelic. It's Funkadelic. They got uh, 12 Bar Blues. Uh, old black Hazel lady, um, yeah. have to be legit. Shake uh, my ass, wiggle my Uncle people will expose and you. He came out as a costume in a sheet, 
and the funk is a state of mind. It's a feel. You hold a six-year-old piano concerto. So you know, ham honks and cornflake. So funkadelic is really the standard bearer now. Um, and uh, you know, we're contrarians. We're not going to pull punches here. It's going to be really hard to change our minds. Yeah, but good we luck, have with pal. us today a new guest. Dre, why don't you introduce our new guest? Milita Cherko, what is she, a a film expert, book expert, uh, music uh, expert, Uh, Millie, welcome to the show. Millie, great to have you. Hi, fellas, thanks for having me. I I didn't know I was a book expert, thanks. It sounds good. I read that on Twitter about you. You can, if you read a book, you're kind of an expert on it, so it's kind of one of those things where, you know, the uh, tragedy of the commons. So, uh, Millie, Funkadelic is obviously, you probably know, America's Greatest Rock Band. Uh, first and foremost, we just have to pick your brain a little bit. Would yeah. you agree with that? Ro- a rock band? Yeah, Their a name, rock Funk- band. Funkadelic? Okay. Yeah, they do well, so yeah. rock stuff. Because they Funk got is elements. Funk of mind. And, Funk and um, um, Dwayne Almond. 16-piece band. Almond? You mean Dwayne Almond? All men from the Almond Brothers or Mark mm-hmm. Almond, who's be. British. He's he... sometimes. Yeah, yeah it's kind of, and that's Allman. what's beautiful about Funkadelic. It's got that few. It's it's all encompassing fusion, mm-hmm. a sixteen piece band and a white man from the Ozark. So uh, okay, so it sounds to me like you're not really on board with this Funkadelic. Yeah. So uh, I mean, what kind of music do you like? What kind of music do you like? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that I don't like them. Um, well, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm, I guess I'm maybe confused about the taxonomy of this podcast. Rock like what, how, like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Rock, yeah, okay. Yeah, so like, well, but do people come on here? Cause I feel like there's a difference between Funkadelic and like Guns N' Roses. D- divorce. Yeah, 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 no, there Roses, is, uh, yeah. Funkadelic is actually America's greatest rock band. And Guns N' Roses is about um, probably it's America's like, 18th like greatest rock 18th band at this point. 19th. Yeah, we had them on the show earlier, and I mean <laughs> they don't hold a candle to to uh, bands like Pavement and Blink 182 and the Beach Boys and Sonic Youth. Those are, uh, but again, even those guys don't even hold candles to Devo like or Meatloaf for their replacements. Black guys. So, oh, Meatloaf. Hear, and, yeah. yeah, I hear what you're saying though, like. And I think rock bands, you know, we have guests come on the show and they talk about things like Dvorak, who's a rock musician, and uh, you know Ooh, things like really? light, like yeah, and uh, things like Brainiac, um, yeah. and so these guys are <laughs> rock and roll, yeah, ZZ Top, if you will. So these guys Boogie are rock blues. boogie blues, and so um, you know. This is the kind of world that we live in. Uh, but uh, I, w- w- what would you say if you had to pick? Who would your one of your top rock bands be? Um. Well, I mean, I think the well, the band that I would love to pick your brains about, being that you're experts, right? Right. Yeah. Great. Um. I mean, you wouldn't have a podcast if you weren't. Right. Yeah, That's right. Am I wrong? Which I mean, we're the only podcast about music, so yeah, you're not going to find another podcast that goes about music like we do. Yep, I'm pretty. I, I'm just going to breeze past that because I'm pretty pretty sure you're wrong. Right. But that's well, you, know, hmm. you know, whatever. I um, know. I uh, the 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 one that I want to talk about with you though is this band called the Misfits. 
Oh, uh, yeah. The Misfits. I think the Misfits, uh, yeah. the Misfits, of course, are American punk rock band often recognized as progenitors of horror punk subgenre, blending punk and other musical influences <laughs> with horror film themes and imagery. Would you agree? Would you agree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That seems some like that would be something someone would write about them. Well, yeah. I said it, so I guess you could yeah. say I wrote it. Yeah. I wrote it with my mouth. And so you're here to talk about the misfits, and this is a progenitor horror punk. And so this is a punk band, would you say, or maybe? Yeah, we hear yeah. a lot. Yeah, I would say that. Um, some people. Now I could be wrong about this. I should probably Google this. Maybe not. I think people also kind of put them in a. Cat, like the hardcore category too maybe early oh, hardcore sure. oh yeah yeah um, yeah probably like kind of like, like that van halen doors the doors, doors kind of thing the yeah. doors <laughs> actually i feel like the doors is probably a pretty good comparison to the misfits to be honest because because of Glenn Danzig and the way he sang it seems very very Jim Morrison to me because Jim Morrison like a mix between Jim Jim Morrison he was like a really smart guy he was really clever he had a lot of like big ideas and explored all these different things and people would listen and be like wow and so kind of like kind of like that the misfits are like really kind of like a smart kind of heady heady group of guys yeah very philosophical uh, the the misfits are like the doors because the doors are very philosophical and we'll talk about these big ideas about art and music and then the misfits come along and they sort of take that mantle and are our idea i guess you i guess you're saying that the misfits are the new doors and philosophical and and nietzsche and all this really nihilism you know yeah makes you feel bad when you think about it yeah, it makes you feel well, bad. Well, I will say that I read once that Jim Morrison was a film major, which right. I feel like explains a lot about him. Yeah. And also the Misfits are pretty much known for using a lot of like movie references. So I'm like, maybe these are bands that have film majors in them and th- they make this music kind of in the same way. Like take Elvis's voice and just like scream and then you know talk about movies and stuff familiar and so elvis is another he's kind of like a was he a rock band Mm, yes uh he he was a thing um cool so are you guys you are you from america did you say that born and bred land of the bread baby land of the white blue yeah these colors don't run the only time we well, ever travel is when we went to China last year, but that was a whole epic. There's a whole thing. I, I'm just curious because it seems like you wouldn't know. It seems like you you would know Elvis if you grew up here. It feels like he's on well, a lot of stuff. I guess it's like you know? a regional. It's like probably money? a regional thing. Like he's one of those guys on my money. Yeah, I, I know those guys. Well, I mean, probably. I mean, there's probably like gift shops that sell Elvis dollar bills that. Um, yeah, I guess we middle-aged guys it. carry around yeah, in their pockets yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know? so, okay. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I guess I got yeah. Elvis is like a Elvis is on. He's known for being on currency, and so the Misfits come along and they kind of they piggyback off of Elvis's uh, imagery and his and the, yeah the 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 money here the Elvis standard. The Elvis I think standard. that I think that there's a link between Elvis and the Misfits. 
Jim Morrison okay. in the Misfits. I think that they take a lot from, I will say, I think they take a lot from older music styles, but sort of older icons, um, you know, with like their names and kind of like their, a gore, kind of like what Gore did with like the aliens and stuff. Yeah. Like the Misfits is a, the name The Misfits comes from a Marilyn Monroe movie from the 60s called The Misfits. And it's like her last film before uh, she died. Okay. And oh, that's no. like, was that animated or that was like an animated movie or uh, like Minions no. kind of a thing? It, like like, yeah. Not, not like, like Minions. Minions. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's a Western. It has... Um, Interesting. Marilyn Monroe okay. and uh, Clark Gable's yeah. in it, and oh, Montgomery yeah. Clift is in it, and huh. uh, it was actually the last film for all three of them, which kind of makes it like legendary in a lot of ways. And they died making the, the film. How, they all died yeah. on set. Sometimes they say die doing what you love to do, and so you sometimes and so... and they died on the film. <laughs> um, and then that's no. kind of where the Misfits came from. And that's where the Misfits come in. They they wanted to kind of honor that that legacy yeah no i think that i think that she didn't they did not die on the film um but like later after they made it because if they if they died while making the movie the movie probably wouldn't have come out maybe i don't know oh yeah i guess in my you know and i I, i'm kind of an amateur filmmaker myself i guess in my world it would be like cool on the last (laughs) shot you know the final shot of the movie that's when you die so that you have the movie done and then yeah kind of like like, uh kind of like a and cut and then like right yeah you would kill them they would die after you say cut so it wouldn't be a part of the movie but they'd be doing what it's like oh you should have made it off the set right but anyway so the (laughs) missions come along and they are really into this this kind of snuff film morbid stuff and uh what happens then are they do they just get vaulted into the cbgb scene or are they more detroit punk more. are they brainiac or how's it, how's it go um i you know i <clears throat> i think they started in new jersey if i wrong about it in okay. like the late 70s okay. or mid 70s like funkadelic kind of thing yeah like like just well, like van morrison from the doors is that's kind of a jersey vibe sort of thing like what you were yeah. saying elvis jersey yeah yeah Van Van Morrison was not. It's Jim Jim Morrison, but Van Jim Morrison Van is Morrison. a musician. Van, yes, but correct. not American, right? He's like from Europe or something. Van yeah, Halen. Tell me, I don't Van know. Van yeah, Halen. I don't even know if he would know that. It's that's what the Van Halen. No, we know about Van Halen. So he, I think sometimes I confuse Van Morrison with Van. Van Morrison was from Van Halen, not from the Doors, and that's where sure, we get sure. the name Van from. So anyway, but back to the Misfits. So the Misfits, they come along and they're influenced by all these greats, uh, you know, Elvis, Marilyn Monroe, and they come, and they end up in New Jersey. And what? So what? So what? What, what does their sound come out like? What did they do? How did they? How did they go about being America's greatest punk horror band? Well, you know, I think it, to be honest, it seems like they were kind of just a bunch of like dorky horror movie guys kids right i'll make that distinction maybe they weren't like fully men yet they were like young i don't really know uh maybe like kind of like the replacements were young they were replacements were very young when they started and they had tom tommy stinson is a little boy he grows into a big man 
Actually, maybe they were like in their twenties. I don't actually know. Uh, Cause I know that Glenn Danzig is actually like, um, he's like a year older than my dad or something. So like, and Danzig uh, is, uh, and Danzig is who is Danzig. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, God, I breeze past this. Glenn Danzig is the lead singer of the misfits. Right. Right. Of okay, course. Yes. Okay. And so he's in charge of mostly vocals. Yes, on, yeah. a, on an ideal day on an ideal day he's singing he's on yeah yeah Keep him away perfect from the world, he, in a perfect world he would be singing a misfit song um y- yeah he and, does he sings them a lot yeah and, and he went to school like, with your dad oh yeah uh, no i fucking wish but uh no that's not accurate um right. they just are the I same see. age so I what see. i'm thinking about I oh see. if they formed in 77 he would have been probably 20 something years old and not a teenager so i, so, I, I, I backtrack that yeah. a little bit that's okay. I, understand. I, understand. Like, I understand they were young men in the sense that they were just obsessed with horror and weird um you know, sort of subjects for their their music. Their music yeah. seems very youthful, if you know what I mean. Oh, what's so makes so okay. how? What about their music is so youthful? Are they are they doing the uh, good old fashioned you know uh, tapping their toes uh, you know Paramore style stuff, or is it a little <laughs> bit heavier? Is it are we going into blues. kind of that yeah Beach Boys kind of heavy stuff? You know, um, Sonic Youth, yeah, it's, kind of. Hmm. I think I kind of mean more like their lyrics of their songs are very, um, they almost see, it almost seems like a 14 year old boy wrote all those songs, uh, to be honest. Um, I'll I'll try to give you an example. I'm actually going to like Google the lyrics of one of their songs and I'll just kind of like read them and you can kind of make that's fine. And so, yeah, go ahead. Okay. So there's, um, a song um, called Last Caress. That's one okay. of their, I think, most so popular songs. It's so definitely sweet. like one of my favorite songs. Such um, a sweet song. It already sounds, sounds beautiful. Like a sweet song. Yeah. Um, the last Caress. Like a ballad. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like something you would want to dance, like you want to dance with your mom to that song. Something really sure. nice. It's yeah. not, um, I don't know if you're maybe getting confused with Careless Whisper. But it's not that. Oh, that sounds nice. That's, a that's good like song kind too. of a I've dance, that uh, like a slow yeah. dance song. But last it's, caress uh, is it's, like something you'd want to like. You hold your baby like a lullaby, like you're holding yeah, your baby, like, and you want to say last, last caress. Yeah. I mean, it. There is a baby that features prominently in the okay. song. Oh, that's that makes um, sense. I, yeah. Let me just read you the first, um, the first like four lines of the song. Great. So okay. it is. I got something to say. I nice killed man. your baby today, and it doesn't okay. matter much to me as long as it's dead. Oh, interesting. Oh, so okay. they, even yeah. back then they were using um, gender fluid pronouns. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, l- yeah. L- listen, to me, do you read that? Like a, a, me just saying that doesn't necessarily yeah. feel like that's not a, a lullaby. Well, right? yeah. I mean, no, if, not I, really. I think what's no. Nice about lullabies yeah. is they're you know you sing them to babies and they don't understand what you're saying. So you could sing that to a baby and it wouldn't be necessary. I mean, if another person yeah. heard yeah. you, sure, but the baby, yeah. Know what the, you're if the mom was around, the mom might not appreciate it, yeah. but the baby ain't gonna care. 
Yeah. Sure. Look, you got me on that point. I will. I yeah. you got me on that. But point. I see how However, some people could see, think that's a little bit dark. Sure. Yeah, sure. It's a little dark. It's like and the just horror a movies. little, uh, you know, yeah. immature, maybe. Um, yeah, it's very reminiscent another- of the horror movies of the 60s. I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah, there's this other song I really like by them called Attitude. Okay. Okay. And the song is essentially like um, a song that is that that says like, I want to leave me alone. I'm going to kick your ass. That's like the vibe of the song. Okay. Nice. So there's, there's a line that says, I mean, this is actually like a big word. So prepare yourself, but it says inside your feeble brain, there's Mm. probably a whore. Okay. So So he's giving mm. her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I mean, you're probably a whore. Right. He's he's not sure yet. So, yeah. so you would say the misfits kind of characterize a little bit of uncertain the uncertainty of man, kind of uh, the <laughs> curious mind of a man, sort of that He's, like Joe Rogan-esque uh, curiosity. Really heady, smart man. kind of yeah. stuff. Danzig should have a podcast. He sounds like he'd fit right in. Yeah. Well, it's it's more about like imagine like a little kid who doesn't really know the nuance of language as well as right. an adult does. And him just going, uh, inside your brain is probably a whore. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Like that's how I imagine they wrote that song is that they're basically I th- I th- like, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? And their songs are all like that. They're all about. It definitely like, um, I definitely re- resonates. It's something I would certainly, I have written lyrics almost exactly like that not so long ago. So it definitely resonates with someone yeah. like me. There's there's has. a really uh there's a really gnarly song called Bullet that where they they basically talk about um the dirt is going to be your dessert, my cum will be your life source. Okay. Um, okay. Ah, kind of I mean that's pretty pretty intense, pretty pretty yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah. in your face, well, right? Mm. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure he's talking to like, I, I'm sure he's not talking to someone of like high status in that scenario. He's just talking to like a friend or just talking to like his, you know, buddy or something. He's not talking to someone that is like, a, you know, a high status woman or anything like that. Well, I guess that's also the reason, like this is all, I mean, I've just said insane things, right? And, um, right. but I, I, for some reason, yeah, that's what I it. like about them. I like that they write stupid songs. Like I love that yeah. the songs are just about like, I'm going to eat your babies. I, you're yeah. an alien. I'm going to, you know, alien. kill you. Like, yeah. I mean, to me, I feel like, the, I mean, that would maybe like offend a lot of people. But for me, I think it's just, like if you think about it in terms of like these are like punk rock kids from New Jersey just writing a bunch of like dumb lyrics and then putting like uh, putting it to the tune of a punk song that is very funny and appealing to me. Yeah, I, yeah. And I, I bet it's I bet it's fun if you are um, a fan and you're at the concert and there's all these people around you and they're very intense and they're singing yeah. along these these like lyrics and they're singing them along and kind of screaming them. Uh, I bet it's yes. very fun and cathartic to be in that crowd where the, where the all the men around you are screaming things like um, I'm gonna kill your babies and um, I'm gonna uh, eat that yeah yeah it's um it's it's um 
it's it's going to be hard for me to um, tell you why that is the case that and that I still in spite of all that it's a um, feeling though but that and I think that gets to the the heart and soul of what our podcast is about because we're very logical guys we think we're very yeah. you know we think before facts don't care about your feelings facts don't care about your feelings but what exactly. we're learn what we're learning what we're discovering rather is that it's you know part of it is uh, intelligent uh, poetic you know that van morrison doors type philosophy but a lot of this is about the feeling and so you have things like <laughs> funk which is funkadelic which is all about that feeling and uh the the misfits come along you know with funkadelic and and they have a feeling and and they're and they're <laughs> expressing themselves so i guess i guess what could one make the argument that like I don't know. Uh, music is sort of a way to convey um, feeling or emotion, or is that does that does that uh, make sense? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I feel like music is very much about that, um, and that maybe yeah, huh. and that also maybe you can like listen to the lyrics of a song and not have to be in the song to appreciate it, like. Sometimes it's a vibe, and right. not, you don't you don't resonate necessarily. You yourself would, at least from what I understand, have not killed a baby or have spread your cum on a desert. But you no, can still I've relate. never you still relate. Never to that. have done that. Um, I've never like defiled yeah. the um, the wife or widow of a American president. Like I, mm-hmm. I've definitely yeah. not you know, a teenager from Mars, right? But if you were a teenager from Mars and you heard that song, it would probably be very, because most of the songs you hear aren't about that. So you probably feel like an outsider. And they were going for that demo, those, those teenagers from Mars. And so they hear, they hear that song and they go, wow, this speaks to me. So the misfits kind of encompass both people that, I have these direct experiences of which there are many yeah. and people that don't have these experiences like yourself or like very you know, inclusive. Women. Yeah. Very inclusive. Yeah. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I don't, I think it's nice that you don't have to be a literal teenager from Mars, the mm. planet Mars mm. to listen to them. I just, right. that's, that's very, it's a very yeah. nice thing. Um, yeah. It is inclusive. It does make people feel good. Um, and what would you but, say? What would you go ahead? I'm sorry for interrupting. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I was just making that point. So yeah, I like well, that. So the, so lyrically they're very, I guess you could say prescient or at least um, proficient uh, yeah. at uh, being able to articulate some pretty um, intense, um, powerful ideas. But what about their musicality sets them, a standard above because we hear bands all the time that use drums and guitars, but what, what do the misfits bring to the table that make it something a little bit more special to listen to? Is it, is it just the Danzig man or is it, uh, do they have some instruments to go behind him? Yeah. He's not like a spoken word artist or anything. uh, If you're wondering, Um, although he might be now, I, I think he does a lot of different types of things now. Um, it sounds like he's probably like really involved with the misfits and they're like a really tight knit group. They're like really good friends. They've been friends know, for a long time. 
friends for a no, long time. No, they're that that unfortunately is not the case. I uh, oh, I think no. they actually did get back together um, oh, semi recently. Oh, yeah, but great. Um, great. Yeah, they're working they're it out. So there, so there's the example of a, a lasting band that has through thick and thin made a bunch of records together, had a whole discography of great, great hits, sticking together the whole time and not letting egos or anything get in the way. That's oh very yeah, that's that's not that's not accurate. Um, unfortunately, okay. they um, okay. yeah. Uh, so basically, they um they were only together as the first incarnation for like a handful of years. And then Danzig left the band because he obviously wanted to do other stuff. And he actually became, he was in another band called Sam Hain and then eventually okay. started his own band called Danzig. And he was the lead singer of all these bands. Ah, Danzig, um, Danzig. Danzig was the lead singer of Danzig. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, just Danzig. It's not like a Duran Duran thing called Danzig Danzig. It's just called Danzig. Mm-hmm. He would Danzig's come out Danzig. and say, I am Danzig, and this yeah. is Danzig. Hear, hear me, Danzig. Signed yeah. Danzig. Yeah. Yeah. And they were more kind of like uh they, they were less punk. I would say they were more like kind of metal, maybe like um, I don't know. They kind of had uh rockabilly-ish elements to them. I okay. um, kind of like that Motley Crue or uh Lightning kind of like Smith, kind of like Aerosmith kind of thing. Yeah, divorce yeah. that. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I guess maybe this like they kind of were more like um gun clubby meets like heavy metal-ish type stuff. Like they just cool. kind of had like a little bit of a it was like a like a I don't even know what to call it. That's how I don't really know a lot about metal. I'm sorry. That's um, fine. But, like yeah. but they were they weren't like yeah. heavy metal. Like they weren't like um, like thrash metal or anything. They were like a little right, bit right. different. Mm-hmm. Um, but then what ended up happening was that the rest of the band um, decided to continue as the Misfits, and they kind of put out their own albums and kind of carried the torch but it was a little different and i gotta admit i'm not a fan of that stuff okay um i only really like them when danzig is in the band and you're probably kind of in the like minority of that i'm sure most misfits fan love the probably non-danzig stuff post-danzig era post-danzig era it's a little bit it's a it's a mixed bag i i would say like a lot of people i know don't uh-huh. like that era. The, the oh, Danzig list okay. era. It's not their favorite. So yes. your friends okay. are maybe a little elitist, uh, maybe a little harder to hard to please. You know, you guys kind of checked out, but <laughs> probably a lot of people who are diehard fans probably really enjoy, maybe even more so, the post. Danzig era because it sounds like maybe Danzig wasn't really about misfits it sounds like the rest of the guys were really committed to that life and so they were able to kind of keep it going and And you I guess yeah I guess you could say you would agree with this is Danzig is not the misfits you know the misfits are the misfits with or without Mm. Danzig is what you could probably say um there is there is a misfits without Danzig yeah I guess theoretically there is uh but oh okay yeah uh there, so yeah, i guess so yeah so you know this is interesting because we hear a lot about punk, punk music here on this channel uh at this podcast and it's always refreshing to hear 
you know, from a woman's perspective about punk music, because usually almost exclusively it's white men that talk about punk music. Old men. But yeah, but it's cool <laughs> now, you know, it's a little bit validating that, you know, it's it's not, it's, it's just for more people than just us. And so <laughs> the misfits to you, you have these stupid lyrics, you have this, this uh, Elvis, Marilyn Monroe type sound. And, uh, and they're around forever. And Danzig goes back and forth, but he's back now. Um, do you, is there any live element to them that you really like or appreciate? Or is it mostly you like, yeah, do you, is you only the, get it through the album or yeah. do, is there, is there kind of an experience that, like that, like a experience that or, does it come through yeah, in other elements drum or helps you appreciate kind of it more maybe because seven sure. i've been to a couple of concerts yeah um, yeah yeah and it's very uncomfortable very loud it's i Not can barely fun. hear anything yeah so hard to breathe and too many yeah. people yeah, yeah. but I, maybe yeah, this be... concert would be nice and mellow yeah i gotta be honest it's, it, it it seems that way for both of you it seems that you both have not had a lot of concert experience. I'm just, okay. I mean, I don't want to be rude, but I'm just saying that like, no, as just a, just a person no. that observes, please, you know, maybe no. that's not the case. So maybe I'll like try to give you a little taste of maybe what, and, and I gotta be honest, like I was actually not alive technically when they started the band. And so I never okay. got to see it, but I was but born dad like- But your dad yeah, was, I was the best friend. He grew up with them. Yeah, my dad was, definitely not a misfits fan like i could okay. i don't even think he likes music um which I, i'm sure you guys have no idea what that's like because it seems like you guys know a lot we're really um, big yeah. music heads we're huge yeah, music I mean, heads just the idea of not knowing or liking music is just wow foreign like, yeah yeah foreign what am i a teenager from mars uh, right i would have good to one, be Jared. to not like that's music good. that's good yeah um that so i wasn't around when they were together but i they have a very kind of visual uh, component to their band. Mm. So they kind yeah. of, they have this, uh, they have this thing called the devil lock, which is basically Ooh. like they take their hair and they comb it forward and put it in like a spike almost that goes down the front of their face. Um, okay, sure. It's like you what might, you do you when might you're Google a boy it. in the shower when you're like four years old. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I did that as it's a kid like, in the shower. I did that as right. a kid like, in the shower. It's when I wrote most of my lyrics. Right. Like, do you remember Home Alone? There's a movie called Yeah, Home yeah. Alone. He does a devil lock yeah. in that. So you yeah. basically, the misfits are uh, these boys that are in their showers doing hairstyles and making up lyrics and yelling. And, and uh, they're famous. And they're yeah, wet. Well, it I, seems like they're wet a lot of the time on stage. Oh, that might be actually actually true. Uh, they seem sweaty. I will say that. Yeah. Um, or maybe because I think with punk, um, punk is a very aggressive sounding uh, mm. genre. And <laughs> yeah, wet genre. actually. Well, because I think a lot of that comes from the intensity at which everybody is enjoying the music and performing the music. So like what, ha what ends up happening at punk shows is that people um, get really into it and they start like moshing and slamming into each other and they they do the thing where like like sometimes the lead singer will like come into the crowd with a microphone and everyone sings around the guy like and it's this big like cool oh, moment wow. um, but wow. it's hot it's probably hot in there and people are yeah. exercising 
right? They're like sure. doing, um, they're throwing each other at things. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's sweaty. The devil lock though is, um, is kind of their signature look. And I think it's, it's, it's not really sweat though. I think they use like pomade or gel or I see. egg whites. So, I see. Yeah. Okay. And these guys have been rocking this look since forever. This is kind of their go-to look. Yes. I would say that is the, I think that their fans have adopted that look and it's mm-hmm. kind of a signifier that you know who they are and like them. So okay. if you, if you yeah. saw a guy uh, walking down the street and he had his hair, uh, did, you know, combed forward in a spike, you would be like, Oh, that guy's a Misfits fan. If that makes sense. Uh, it's, yeah, one those, sure. it's one of those, it's one of those, it's one of those things where a part of music appreciation is making sure other people know that you like a music based on appearance only and not the songs right, or the right. music or anything. If I wear my and hair that, like this, if I wear then, this shirt and people will I, know, I know people music, will know what I'm about. And they will respect me. And so I imagine yeah. a lot of misfits fan get a pretty decent amount of respect for that because they're yeah. walking around <laughs> looking pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I, I think the first part of what you said is definitely true. I the think misfits that, that, are the most respected music fans. Oh, I mean, I'm just like, like the thing you literally just said, not the beginning oh. of your show, but like the thing you literally just said is that. Oh. Who is America's greatest rock band. Greatest rock band. Right. I, I mean, I'm just saying that I think that what you literally just told me, the first part of that is true. So like a lot of people, I think do come, when they like a band, they either, they come up with some kind of way to express that they like the band. And it's kind of this like yeah. um, inside Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's kind of like an inside joke or an inside, it's kind of a language. Yeah. And I think Mr. fans are really into that. Um, they also have a very right. iconic logo, which I think that, you know, it kind of looks like a, like a dripping blood ish, but also like it was chiseled out of a rock. It's like the logo is oh, cool. kind of horror movie. Like, like kind of um, misfit style, like the Marilyn Monroe movie. Clark Gable. No, actually, Clark Gable no. Style. Right, okay. it's not from the movie. I know this is very confusing. There's a lot of, well, a lot of information yeah. I'm giving but I, you. I, I'm following up. Yeah, sure. I follow okay, pretty good, good. good. Well, you know, yeah. I just, but I just wanted to say that I think that the logo too is another way for the Misfits fans to kind of like understand who's a Misfits fan. It's like a, it's like a I secret, see. it's like a secret badge that you can wear that yeah. other you, Misfits you, fans will recognize. Yeah. Yeah. But if other you see people it, will be like, yeah. they don't even what see What is it, that? Maybe. Yeah, people will see a Misfits badge and only, and it says the word Misfits, and only people that are in the know know what the Misfits are. And people yeah. are like, oh, that's the Misfits. Uh, yeah, that and that is for better or for worse, I will yeah, say. It's like, like a I secret think society that... of really cool fans. I wouldn't mind being a Misfit mm. fan. It sounds pretty cool. These guys, yeah. are, mm. these are pretty nice guys. These are pretty cool guys, you would say. Um. That is also a mixed bag, I would say. I, to be honest, like everybody that I know that likes the Misfits is awesome. Um, yeah. But then there's also okay. there is a um, there is probably a contingent of anyone that gets really into themed bands uh, that seems mm. slightly dorky. Um, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you actually kind of like, saying, yeah, no, it's like that. Yeah. like talking heads kind of kind of like Nirvana, ZZ Top, yeah, people Paramore, who grow beards, coat sure. hangers, the coat hangers, maybe the breeders because like they sure. all shave their heads. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they do. President of the United States of America. But yeah, we get, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely them. Yeah, definitely. Them. But yeah, I, get, I, you, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you get the you get the aesthetic of the band, and that's just as if not more important than the music. Yeah, I to me it gets a little corny. Yeah, when you know it's like everybody like is the, like to me there's just a, a corniness to sort of a really like themed band that has like this you know kind of. Um, uh, maybe I'm saying this about horror movie fans too, which I, I hate to slight them because I'm a huge horror movie fan and I don't want to necessarily be like, you guys are massive dorks. Um, mm. But sometimes it can be that way where, sure. you know, you just kind of like, you don't need to wear a devil lock every day to just right. to be like, this is my lifestyle. Like I just can't, to me, I, I can't, that's like a bridge too far for me. If you know what I mean, yeah. So there's there's always a limit to how much a person should enjoy art, and these people <laughs> are a little are enjoying it too much, and they need to be it's, taken to task. And, to, and yeah, now I sound like a asshole. So maybe I'm not. No, saying no, that. no, no. I, I don't no, think I, that. I think no. I think I think it makes sense to me that you got these cool dudes, and I imagine they're mostly men that are going around doing their hair in a really cool way and these guys have very good confidence like danzig they speak like elvis and they're really into their thing but sometimes you gotta you know you gotta clean your room bucko that's you know one of the all-time greats for my man jp uh jordan (laughs) peterson but so i get what you're saying about these young men these are young men that are looking for guidance and getting it from the misfits and it seems like it's good guidance well, I mean, I got to be honest with you, like, it, it seems like Danzig is the stylistic architect of this band. Um, I think that he definitely, I'm, I, I could be wrong about this. I mean, the other guys obviously carried on with the band and still did the devil walk and all the shit like that. Sure. But sure. when it comes down to it, I think Danzig is really he really lives it, lives the thing. And I know that with his other bands, they were also like kind of horror themed, you know, they were, they also, um, he also is into comic books, which is not my bag. He also directed a film, like a kind of uh, sexy Gothic film, maybe a culture, Um, a man of culture. It sounds like like a Renaissance man, a real Da Vinci. master of all jack of all yeah and it's a lot of but like the vibe is very much like uh i would say kind of like um psychotronic movies like big women with like big boobs that are kind of looking like betty page i don't know if you know who that is she's got like big movies with big big women big boobs Big women, yeah. bigger boobs. Big women, yeah. right? And and they're sexy, and they're like, but they're also like, you know, they look kind of goth or um, rockabilly or dangerous. I don't know, but it's just yeah. like they're. That's the kind of. They drive uh, big uh, cars. Yeah. Yeah, probably like old cars, like yeah, um, old big old cars. Yeah, and they probably like, um, you know, go um, go to like. Um, car conventions or like um 
horror movie conventions and they wear like maybe i mean i wouldn't say they would wear hawaiian shirts i don't i think that's also a bridge too far but i'm just saying that they're kind of like in that world okay yeah that makes maybe sense they don't. Maybe they don't wear Hawaiian shirts, but maybe they wear those other. They look like Hawaiian shirts, but they have flames on them. Yeah, like um um the Flavor Town guy. What's his name? I don't know. Guy Fieri. I want one of the best. Try yes, to get him on uh, the show. I'm sorry. I, we got to get him not, on the show. That was not an affect. I'm I'm not pretending <laughs> to not know who Guy Fieri is. No, I just literally okay. forgot. You know, it, it's out. actually it's interesting to talk about Danzig and how cool he was and the image he projected, because, uh, you know, in uh, we don't do this a ton on the show, but this is uh, something that I kind of discovered in 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 my in my research when you were talking about the misfits. And this is an actual quote from Danzig, and I'd love to share it on the show. And so he basically talking about how he loves horror aesthetic uh, Danzig had worn skull makeup on a few occasions during his time in the Misfits, and he recalled, I wore makeup only a couple of live shows and maybe for a photo shoot, I think originally for Halloween. I also had this skeleton shirt and skeleton clothes on, so I was a full punk skeleton man. <laughs> and I think that that's really cool that he, and this was in regards to a, 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 a later album that he had called Skeletons, where he's dressed up as the skeleton man and he kind of, he walks us through the process of what, how he had the resources to be a full punk skeleton man. And I think that's, I, love that. I think that's, I love that. I can't, yeah. can't knock that. Yeah. The skeleton is the kind of logo for them too. Is like, um, yeah, it's that like skeleton. It looks like a skeleton hollowed out face. And that's another, oh, nice. Another thing that their fans are like, if you wear, if you were to wear their shirt, people would be like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, misfits. Cool. Nice. Like you're a cool guy. Okay. Um, the, but Pretty yeah, that's kind of his, his vibe. He kind of said he, he's a punk skeleton man, man for his entire life. Like it didn't stop after right. his twenties. Oh. He's probably brand. that now. Yeah. He's, he's lives it. He lives it. Lives his brand. All hey, right. Well, you know, do, I, I, so I, I would ask just real quick, Mill. Do you enjoy? So you don't enjoy the Misfits as much without Glenn Danzig. Do you enjoy Glenn Danzig as much without the Misfits? Oh yeah. Well, that's that's very interesting to be Thank honest you. because, um, so I only really like the very first bit of the Misfits for the fact that they kind of have they're just like you know, like there's this album of theirs called Static Age, which is like legit one of my favorite albums of all time and like it's all this like very minute and a half two minute long punk songs that are about like you know teenagers from mars and like mm -hmm. you know turning into flies and you know that kind of stuff it's like awesome so then the middle the band that he was in right after the misfits sam hayne i sort of know less about i i've heard them but i don't really really rock that as much but then i actually do like the first couple Danzig albums. Like the first Danzig album to me is awesome. Okay. And, and, but it's not what, it's not the misfits either. It's this other yeah, thing that I like. He's, he's not, he's no longer singing about mothers or anything. He's kind of moved on from that. He, I mean, he doesn't have like a song <laughs> called mother or anything. He's like he, done with that. He literally does have a song called mother. Oh, um, okay. 
Yeah. So I think that's actually on the first album, I want to oh, say. Interesting. Okay. Um, so th- I'll just say that. I mean, basically so the that evolution is there. Yeah. Mother. And that was kind of like, here's the thing about mother was I, that was so I I knew about Danzig because mother was re-recorded so we can, that that album came out in the late 80s and then for some reason in the early 90s they recorded a live album and they released the live version of mother on like MTV and it became like super popular so that's how I even know mother at all not from okay, the original Danzig true. album but from like this anomaly live thing that they did and mtv is sort of like a, a way for it's kind of like a podcast to hear music mm. yeah that's a, that is a very legendary uh television network that plays music okay. that used to okay. well you know people say it doesn't anymore uh i've yeah. actually never seen it i haven't seen it in a long time but i I've, yeah. i saw it when in the 80s and 90s i was it was a huge thing for me Okay. Um, so great. Yeah. I, well, I it's, it's weird that you, did you not have cable or anything? It just feels like I'm more of a yeah. music guy. I'm like, yeah. I'm a music head. So I spend most of, of my time yeah, with music and music, I also do love movies. TV. Yeah. I love, love uh, the movies. new Top Gun movie. It's coming out. I'm very excited yeah, for Pretty so, excited about some movies yeah, around the TV, corner. TV, I, mean, I don't want to judge anyone for watching TV, but it's, you know. Yeah, I don't even other, own a TV. Better way, yeah, I don't even own a TV. Uh, well, Dren doesn't because he <laughs> is living in a car right now, but yeah. I don't live in a car. And I, yeah, also, my, my apartment right now is a car. So, yeah, ah. so it's also mine. But anyway, uh, Millie is, so uh, you know what? It, uh, we've talked about it, I think, a good amount. Let's hear. Uh, we, we went through the archives. Um, yeah. We we went to the message boards. We comb. We, we comb all the message boards. What the best misfit song? What was. the fans like? Who the fans say the greatest song is? And so and we we narrowed it down. Up, this kept coming up, and so this is um, from uh, Misfits Project 1950. Okay. Oh like yeah, that. I hear what you're saying. Oh, and it stops. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh. So, like, there we go. Oh wow, laugh. this is not. Yeah. Weird. Nice. This is the lyrics. Yikes. Oh yeah. This is. Yeah. This is youthful lullaby. I love it. You did the math. Skeleton man. You hear all these yeah, elements. Yeah, I hear the monsters. Oh, Inclusive. Wow. I just realized Devil that was Mock. the monster mash. Yeah, and but um, it's exactly what you're talking oh, about. God. Skeleton Man, Misfits, horror movies, Misfits, wow. Elvis. That guy sounded like Elvis. Lullaby. And so Youthful. you know what? Um, there it is. The Misfits Project. Full punk skeleton man. Full punk skeleton man. Probably the worst one you could have ever picked. I just I mean just well, yeah, Again, I don't want to disrespect you on your podcast. Not at all, but Literally, to think a, it's not. It's from an album from 2003, I believe, which yep, is the heyday. Oh, so not my favorite era. Okay. And then it's also a cover of Monster Mash, which is Sounds maybe one of the spooky. worst songs ever ever written. I don't know. Well, do you, yeah. do you know, have a podcast about that? I would happily come on a podcast about the worst song. About ever America's written. greatest worst song. We yeah. don't. I mean, that, you would. That, you that, would that's you, a good idea. That's a good yeah. idea. 
Yeah, and so you think so that's interesting because you me. think America's greatest rock band is Misfits, but America's greatest worst greatest song, worst is, song a Misfits is Misfits song. Monster. Wow, that's very interesting. Well, yeah, it's. I know it's. This has been a very complicated uh, story so, to but talk no, about. But, so yeah, yeah. It so, is true. So this is. It might not be one of your favorite songs, but it definitely is one that it seems like all Misfits fans love. It's got those classic dancing. Yeah. So, uh, um, so you, you know, know what? I know you guys don't really know me that well. Um, yeah. But I, but I have to say for the record, like one of my biggest um, pet peeves is when a punk band covers an old song, oh, like no. a new, like a pop punk band covers a fifties or sixties oh. song or something, yeah. and makes it like pop punk and fun pop punk kind of like paramore um sort of thing and you didn't know that about me and so i feel bad trashing the song that you just played but i just it's 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 your band and it sounded good to me and honestly as much as as much as you you know it i think that what you said was uh whatever but listening to that song I now understand what you mean by the mrs america's greatest rock band and dren i gotta tell you agree I think America's Greatest Rock Band, based on this song alone, has to be The Misfits. Is the Misfits, Millie? The, you convinced me. You convinced me. We come into this thing. We don't know. We, you know, Funkadelic, 100%. America's Greatest. You're not going to change my mind. Good freaking luck, lady. But here we are. You've Millie done comes it. in. You uh, broke my brain with The Misfits. It's the new America's of a themed band. band. Blood logo. Coming in the desert. These are all important hallmarks of this incredible band. Uh, psychotropic <laughs> movies about big women. These are very... Sometimes it be make, that way. Sometimes it be that way. And when you sound like Marilyn Monroe, you gotta be America's greatest rock band. Also, do not know who Marilyn Monroe is. So thank you, uh, Millie, for coming on the show. And uh, this was, it's very eye-opening and informative. I'm going to be listening to this, this whole album, this whole 19 project, 1950, 1950 album. album. I got to check this out because this sounds good as heck. Um, uh, thank you so much again, Millie. Millie. Th- thank you for having me. Um, I will, I will send you links after this is over. Okay. Maybe you'll do a little, you know, you can, you send you can hear something else. I got locked out of my Gmail account again and I forgot my other passwords. So just send him to Drennan and he'll, he'll call me and tell me. The I'll link. hold the phone up to it. Millie, yeah. Uh, yeah. did you have anything you wanted to plug or uh, promote or tell the people about? Yeah, I um I actually have a podcast myself. Oh, uh, interesting. It's it's not about music, but it is about well, movies, which we've discussed many oh, times. Discussed movies, yeah. yeah, like Minions, yeah. kind of Top Gun, two, that kind of stuff. Joker, Eve. Maybe Eva, we will talk Eva. about the Minions one day. Okay, uh, is that the name of the movie? Is it called Minions? What is that movie called? There's a couple of them. Yeah, there's Minions. Well, there's Despicable Me has started the franchise, and you have to do two. And then Minions is the, and then Minions 2. And then, yeah. Despicable Me 2, I think. Interesting. You should have a movie podcast that you've never heard of the Minions. That's very interesting. It's hard. I I don't want to give you any advice about how to start a pod. Yeah, well, exactly. I was going to say, I don't want to tell you how to start a podcast, but it's kind of, it helps to know a lot about, the thing you're talking about and so 
if you do a movie podcast, you do Minions. My goodness. But uh, I'll have to check it out. What's the podcast called? Is it called America's Greatest Movie? No, no. But although that is a very good title. I wish I would have thought and I'm, Well, yeah. I'm glad it's not because it would have been yeah, ahead of ours on the alphabetical order list. So oh, oh, God. Order. Yeah, these are things yeah. you have to think about these days, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, the, my podcast is called I Saw What You Did. It, it's on the Exactly Right Network. And um, yeah, check it out. Awesome. It's, uh, if you like yeah, movies. It's like, it's like basically my childhood. It's like my my dad all the time. I, I saw, saw what you did. did. I, saw I know what you, what you did. did. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Yes. Well, uh, uh, cool. Millie, thank you so much for uh, stopping by the show. Misfits is the number one band, and we're going to go out on another Misfits song, and it's the same it song. Is the same song. <laughs>